I V M I V M Hey everyone this is your daily dose of everything that's happening in the world of NBA I am Monish and joining me as he does always is Nishant and you're listening to The Airball Diaries We had uh, three closeout game opportunities today and all the three teams took it. The Phoenix Suns, Dallas Mavericks and the Philadelphia 76ers whom we were hoping would lose but they they qualified. Uh, the Mavericks and the uh, Phoenix Suns both played out really close games. Uh, the Mavs actually got lucky in the end because Bogdanovic bucket it uh, bricked actually an open mm-hmm. three-pointer. I thought that was yeah. going in and that would have gone to game seven. Uh, Phoenix Suns, Chris Paul, historical night, 14 out of 14. Perfect day of the field for him. Uh, after all the criticism he got, I think it was it was kind of expected and incoming. Uh, let's talk about all of these games and what to look forward to in round two because the Phoenix Suns play the Dallas Mavericks. That's going to be a fun matchup. Whether you're an established sports person or a budding one or simply a sports enthusiast, join us, Tanvi and Shlok. We are two passionate pro badminton players talking policy, mindset and everything sport. So tune in to the Millennial Athlete every Monday. Only on the IVM Podcast Network. Trust us. It's going to be lit. Okay, let's start off with the Phoenix Suns and the Dallas Mavs. Uh, Chris Paul, historic night, like I said, 14 out of 14 from the field. This is the highest in playoff history where a player has scored, I mean, made this many field goals without even missing one and highest points made without missing a field goal and without taking a free throw either. 33 points. Uh, This was kind of expected, wasn't it? After all the blame he got on the previous game and they called him an old man and he can't play two games back to back and whatnot. This was kind of expected. And then I think the return of Booker, Booker was pretty uh, average, uh, but the return of him meant that Chris Paul is not getting all of the defensive attention, which kind of allowed him to explode like this because Booker had to take away some of the debt. You can't leave Booker open. And Booker made a very important three-pointer at the end as well. I think with two minutes left in the club and the game game was super close. Uh, Did you expect this Chris Paul performance? Yeah, I mean, not the 14 on 14 out of 14 part, yeah, but that's ab- never absolutely, been before. absolutely big game closeout. Chris Paul, uh, with Booker back, I mean, we were talking about maybe Pels have a shot if Booker's out, but yeah. with Booker back, he didn't even need to do a whole lot. Uh, I think they, I think they took a deliberately conservative approach with, yeah. with Booker, he was jacking up more threes than he normally does. Uh, not, not too physically taxing, I guess, was the game plan. But it works. It works like uh, it works in the same way uh, it worked for Brooklyn last season when they put Harden out. He could barely stand. But just yeah. Harden on the court uh, means that Milwaukee has to commit a good defender there, and you know more opportunities for KD and and um, and and Harrison, the other shooters that they have. Um, it it worked. So the, the same thing worked. Uh, Booker took away some of the defensive attention, which was almost exclusively dedicated to Chris Paul earlier. Yep. It helps also that in the previous game, uh, Bridges came up big on 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 right. points, and and so he started meriting some of that off the ball movement, tracking attention. Uh, all of this worked out in Chris Paul's favor. Uh, he smells blood. He goes in. I think that's been the Chris Paul at least that we know for the past. Decade or so, almost, uh, and that's yeah. that's pretty much what the Lakers were, uh, you know, betting on when they made a run for for bringing Chris Paul in. Um, for sure, for sure, we expected a big game. I I certainly did, but not fourteen out of fourteen. Great closeout yeah. though. I think Pelicans now finally uh, can go to Cancun and stop responding to 
questions around why they uh, you know why they refuse to field Zion why he's doing between the legs dunks in 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 practice and all that it's it's a tricky situation what what can they do I mean ninety percent of the time he's unwell and when he's fit it's all it's almost at a point in the season where it makes no sense to play him and risk another. Yep. Yeah, three months of of layoff. So good for yeah, them. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to. He was supposed to miss the start of the season, if you remember. Yeah, exactly. That got extended to okay. He'll miss two more months. Then he'll miss two more months. And the season's over, and he didn't play a single minute. So, but uh, got to give credit to the Pelicans. If you remember, they started off the series with uh, the season as with one win and twelve losses. Oh, absolutely. To come back from there, take the ten spot, nine spot. In fact, win two playing games. In fact, knock out the Clippers. That was a surprise. And then. Push the Suns to Game Six. I think uh, they can be proud of their performance. They unearthed three rookies uh, in this series, uh, or probably at the second half of the season, you could call it. Herb Jones has been a revelation. I think he's one of the best defenders already in the league. Uh, Jose Alvarado or Jose Alvarado, how are you pronounce his name? He's, he's here to stay. I mean, he's he not... bridges. He's exactly the kind of annoying, never goes away, keeps swiping. Pat Beverly, I would say. Yeah, some <laughs> like nice, yeah, maybe. nice yeah, version yeah, of Pat Beverly. More skill. <laughs> Yeah, and this Trey Murphy who's knocking down threes yeah. with ease, and then you have Brandon Ingram. I think he's jumped another level this season. He's he's been every going year there now. Every yeah. year, exactly. He won the most improved player for a reason, right? Or at least he was the finalist. He he did win the award. Yeah, uh, yeah. unlike Jamarant, he won it for a reason. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, I think a great trade with CJ McCollum. They didn't really give out much when they got in CJ yeah, McCollum. Yeah, so that's not... a great trade. And if Zion Williamson comes in, comes back, that's a big if. But this looks like a very promising unit, and let's not forget, Pelicans have a whole lot of draft picks. Yeah, after yeah, OKC, yeah, yeah. I think they have the most draft picks in the next few years. Yeah, so thanks, thanks, AD. Be... Thanks, <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> this is a team that can really be excited about their future. I think. I think they have a nice bunch of young players. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, uh, for I'm sure, looking... I think. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I'm looking forward to what the Pelicans can do with all of the draft picks and the roster they have assembled so far. Lot of exciting talent. Yeah, I just want to see what they do with Zion coming back into the team. How how they integrate. So far, he's been super unselfish. But once he starts performing, the brands are going to come. He is the hottest property since LeBron uh, for for marketers. So would he still be the unselfish? Uh, just the, everyone likes him, Mister Nice Guy, that he's been on court so far for them. Uh, if not, then how do they integrate? Uh, it, there's a there's a lot of potent opportunities there for them. Um, so it'll take a good coach to to figure it out. I think they have a good one so far, so good for the coach. This will be a very very nice challenge for him to establish himself. The alternative, of course, is uh, if if they're willing to move some talent to get mm-hmm. something in return, maybe build a squad for the now. Uh, mm-hmm. Very intriguing dilemma between Ingram and, and Zion. I I honestly I would keep Ingram. Um, yeah. uh, I'd keep Ingram because he's proven himself. He's been loyal to the franchise, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Plus. You get a you get the world in return for Zion. You don't you might not get anywhere close uh, for for Ingram, but that's if it doesn't work out. Their their plan one is always to to make it make it work out with Zion. And if they're all so young, they could easily give this two years before they even take a call. Right, right? and that's a good enough that's a good enough runway. I'm excited. I'm excited for this franchise. Yeah, and if you remember at the start of the season, there were a lot of rumors about how Zion did not want to stay in New Orleans because yeah. they're not a winning franchise. I think all of that could be. Squash now because they are a yeah. winning franchise. You make the playoffs, give the top seed a run for the money. I think that's kind of proven that they're here to stay. So I don't think that should be a lack of motivation for him now to come back a fit if possible. Yeah, and the role players they've discovered so many role players now. Yeah. It's usually uh, an entire off season is spent figuring out these kind of acquisitions. Yep. Your Pat Bevs and your 
senior yeah. rondos and stuff they might not have experience but they they have all of these skills agree totally uh, phoenix and meanwhile move on to the round uh, second round uh, they will face dallas mavericks who barely made it they won in six but uh, this game was very close i think bogdanovic should have made the three it could have it mostly goes in sometimes doesn't go in, in such an open look uh, but the mavs to be honest this entire series they've cooked the jazz i i don't yep. think the jazz really were in with a chance they've yep. exploited the weakness it's three years in a row now that the jazz weakness have been exploited first by jamal murray last season by terence man if you can believe that and the season by maxi kleber at the start of the series where they were just brunson kleber just you yeah, these, these are players that should not be winning series they could win an odd game here and there but yeah. they were like difference makers in these series and yeah. then you have Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert and Bogdanovic and Conley these are good players who can win you series this this team should be at least going to the second round every year uh, unfortunately not happening this year what i said before the playoffs easiest prediction of the entire playoffs yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> in fact we, said, we we predicted it in 5 uh, just uh, lucky that yeah. they took it to 6 do you see the jazz team coming back or do you think it's going to be a new look team next season onwards because it's three seasons now that they reached this spot uh, playoffs and then they teams know how to tackle them in playoffs you just yeah. drag gobert out of the paint and then you shoot threes and you win it it seems to be a winning formula for now yeah for exactly and, and i don't think you can this isn't necessarily assigning blame yeah. typically the tendency is when there are two superstars one of them is at fault yep it's not really the case i think donovan mitchell is still ascending i, I don't think he has quite as said this before i don't think he's quite in that same mold yet like yeah. jamal murray had one good post season but but he clinched a couple of very big series in that good post season yeah. um so he's kind of at least proven it once and now it's can you repeat it's sort of like a trey young kind of question for him now uh but with uh, with donovan mitchell he's just not there yet he he's that level of a player he's just not figured out how to clinch series and how to uh, to get over the hump maybe he will uh, but he's not there yet so that's one um and to go where he's never going to be the guy that that clinches a series for you he will yeah he will protect the paint he will offer something at one end of the floor but at the other end it's got to be your offense that wins so gobert is not quite that kind of superstar uh, in that sense in in the way that probably bam is for miami he can he can he can have an impact both ends of the floor he's sort of like a young guy um, gobert is not that guy so it's just a function of the kind of squad that they have i think the coach has overachieved i think the squad has overachieved I have not underachieved i really mean this when i say they overachieved and i think this is as good as it gets this last 3 years yeah. run um so just functionally they've got to break it up uh, i strongly believe they need to send gobert to the lakers i think that will give them good karma to you know but yeah i think i think it will be a broken up i'll be extremely surprised if i if i see at least donovan mitchell and and gobert return uh, for the jazz that that will be quite something hey it's been another great week on the ivm podcast network Australia's story sellers Vinit speaks to the founding partner of Foxy Moron and Zoom Media Pratik Gupta. He shares his vision of the future of advertising and content. On the longest constitution, Priya explores the constitutional provision of equal pay for equal work. On Tere Mere Raste, Keshav narrates the tragic love story of Bas Bahadur and Rani Rupmati of Mandu. On all things policy, the Takshashila folk discuss tech alliances in the Indo-Pacific. And on say no to drama, Chitna enlightens us about karma and its true processes. Do follow us on social media where IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And remember, if you're enjoying this show or any of our other shows for that matter, please do tell a friend. 
Also, please don't forget to rate us on any of the platforms you're listening to us on. And remember, you can always check us out on YouTube. We have a number of channels. You can go to ivmpodcast.com slash YouTube to take a look at what those channels are. We're also doing a small listener survey to understand how you respond to our shows and the advertising on the network. We would really, really appreciate it if you could spare a few minutes to fill it out. It really helps us build better shows for you and understand what you're looking for from advertising and what we can talk to advertisers about, about who you are. Please go to ivmpodcast.com slash survey. It really, really, really would help us out. Thank you so much. And finally, we'd like to thank our sponsors for the network this week, SBI Life Insurance, India Water Portal, and Jupiter, a digital banking app. Thank you so much for making this possible. Yeah, I agree. I think it's about time. Three years is uh, as much time as you could give like for a deep playoff run. Yep. And uh, they could not get over the hump. So I don't think this duo is going to return. Mass versus Phoenix Suns. That's going to be an interesting series. Uh, you see this going to... Uh, going deep, this is going to six, seven, or the Suns are strong, and you don't. Suns are strong. Suns are strong, but I, I won't write out the mass. I think six games is a very realistic outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they if they can take it to game seven. I I would be shocked if the mass clinched the series, but I think they can give a good run for the Suns money. So regular season, the Phoenix Suns have won all the three games against the Mavs. Yeah. But fun story: the Mavs led at the end of third quarter in all of those three games. Luka didn't play two of them, so not really to say, uh, yeah. can't really yeah. assign too much to that, too much importance to that. But I think it's going to be a tough series. They can't really exploit how they did for Gobert in the series, right? Aiton is not like Gobert. I think he's more mobile, like he can, it's comfortable outside the paint as well. Plus, he's more uh, lethal offensively than Gobert is. So I don't right. think it's going to be that uh, easy. Yeah, but Aiton's nowhere close to being the defender that Gobert is also. So that's a bit of a toss mm-hmm. up there with, with him. It's going to be a rebounds battle. Whoever wins that wins it. And there, actually, Dallas has the slight edge. So, it's going to be an interesting mm-hmm. uh, interesting series. But but I think Phoenix have enough offensive firepower to, to pull through. It's not... I don't believe their defense is the defense maker here. I think they have enough uh, enough on offense to, to pull through. Chris Paul can match Luka on playmaking, even in the clutch. And uh, the Mavs don't have a Devin Booker. That's, and that's a big gap. Right. Uh, it's just Luca. I mean, Ben Wady is not yeah. Devin Booker's level, so yeah, nor is Brunson. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the stage is set for Luca to take that leap. Uh, if they can uh, overcome the Phoenix Suns, I think then you'll be talking about Luca as or it'll one be of the nuts. top yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you put him in that category where currently Jamorant is probably because he had an amazing regular season. And Luca literally had a great uh, regular season in the last later part, right? So, if he can elevate, if he can be the Phoenix Suns, I think he's going to elevate himself above the Jamorant uh, hype as well. For sure. Uh, for sure, because he's proven in the postseason. Jamorant has to yeah. achieve that. And that's yeah. the only reason why currently I play Trey Young ahead of Luka, even though I believe right. Luka's the much better talent of the right. two. Of course. Trey uh, Young went to the Eastern Finals. That's, that's no fluke. They, they knocked the uh, 76ers out. They took Bucks to Game 6, even without Giannis, but they took Bucks to Game 6. You've uh, got to do that to, to be at that level. Agreed. With that, uh, we have seven teams in the play. Uh, second round, uh, just one series pending, Memphis versus Minnesota. Game six is tomorrow. That's the only game tomorrow and Saturday, in fact. There's no game on Saturday. So, uh, light weekend coming ahead for us. Uh, you expect this to go to seven? Or I want expect... it to go to seven. It, it, I you know what? It very well can. There's yeah. nothing separating these two teams that's so good that it's, it's one team yep. for sure. Uh, there are plenty of mistakes. So far, it's been whoever's made more mistakes has lost yep. the match. Uh, yep. So, maybe expect a little more of that. It's almost like 
it's college basketball it's not one and done that's that's kind of how i agree this yeah minnesota should have closed the series they led uh, yeah. one game by 25 points they led the other game by 15 so they should have closed the series out by now and they have themselves to blame i think for letting it yeah. get to mm-hmm. get to mm-hmm. the stage but uh, that's something that i'll be watching that's the only game over the next two days um looking forward to sunday where the bucks play the celtics that's going to be the real match up for the weekend i would say but uh, that's all on today's episode i'll come back and catch up next week uh, we'll have probably the bucks and celtics to talk about when we catch up on monday absolutely all right cheers man bye bye hey if you enjoyed this podcast don't forget to check out our other interesting podcasts on the ivm network you can listen to us on the ivm podcast app ivmpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts you can also follow us on our social media we're at ivm podcast on twitter and instagram and if you want to reach out to us and you know you do you know you want to reach out to us and tell us that our opinions on your favorite players are trash you want to tell us magic johnson is still better than steph curry and you don't think steph curry has changed the game for all that and more reach out to us on both instagram and twitter if you love cricket listen up the edges and sledges cricket podcast is here for you Hosted by DJ Varun and me Ashwin, we bring a fun, fresh fans' point of view to talking all things cricket. Sometimes it's just the three of us. Sometimes we have guests, including current and former international cricketers. For new episodes every week, check out the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast on the IVM app, website, or wherever you get your podcasts. Working Monday to Friday, glued to your chair, making you feel dull? Worry not. Get your five-minute weekly dose of travel around the world with postcards from nowhere. Join me every Thursday. as i explore the strange obscure and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before you can find us on the ivm podcast app website or wherever you get your podcast from <laughs>